welcome to Bayside Stations, where we talk of stories that feature culture, food, music, wildlife, discovery, and much, much more. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone. We're meeting Mr. M today to discuss about his experience in Ajanta Caves. Now, Ajanta Caves uh, are, of course, world famous. Uh, I'm just not sure if they're a you know, UNESCO World Heritage Site. That's something I can look up later. But they're extremely famous for the you know, rock-cut temples and caves that are there. So let's welcome Mr. Uh, M to the show and discuss more with him. Welcome, sir. Uh, thanks, Ranga, sir. <laughs> thanks. Uh, I thought we'll discuss this Ajanta Caves. It's a very, what do we call it? It's a national, national heritage, but it's also a lot of information is there for us to discuss. Peculiar experiences I had in that place, sir. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. Sure. So tell us uh, yeah. what got you to Ajanta. Like, where were you? What were you doing uh, nearby? And, you know, and when was this uh, trip? Uh, when did this trip occur? Uh, sir, I want to tell you, I've been to Ajanta about four or five, four times, sir, actually. Okay. First time, I didn't notice this particular phenomena when I went to Ajanta in 1980. Actually, I'd gone from Aurangabad. It's about 100-odd kilometers from Aurangabad, sir. It's a very interesting place. Uh, I am 91, 92, 93. I've been to Aurangabad for some work. So those are the three times, you know, where we. I wanted to re I got some information, then I went back to this place. And also one or two times before also. Say about four or five times I must have gone, sir. So you can keep it that way. So from a span of from once in the 80s, uh, 1980, and others from 1988 to 1992, I think. Since I love this place, I would like to go there. Whenever I get an opportunity, I just simply... So, uh, so clearly there was something that attracted your attention in the Ajanta Caves, which is why yes, you yes. kept going back. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, now I'll tell you something. Of course, the cave number. There are, you know, when you enter, generally you're very enthusiastic, sir. You know, because you see the caves, a lot of activities around. <laughs> okay, so the cave. When you enter the first cave, you spend a lot of time. You know, basically because you have guides also. You may find the guides there, and it's a lot to see. You know, in that in the first cave actually. Of course, which is all generally well recorded by various books and various. Uh, photographers and all that extraordinary uh, you know um, depiction of buddha's you know, statues are there very interestingly you change the shifting of that uh, you know the lights you know sort of one angle to another angle buddha becomes meditative buddha becomes smiling mm. buddha has its own introspection phase and it's remarkable actually the way in which the light plays the you know plays there actually in the uh, first cave itself mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the first cave, and also interestingly, if you look up the cave, it is almost like a shamyana, you know, what you call as the pandal, you know, which is like when you have a, in in the when you go by air, you know, the, when the air flows through the pandal, you have a wave form, you know, in the pandal. Right? Uh, uh-huh. uh, something very similar will be the yeah, you know impact uh, when you look up actually. And this is cut um, from the rock and the mountain side, right? Completely, wow. everything is cut. Mm. Totally. As far as I know, uh, everything is, is cut only. There's nothing. Uh, and uh, of course, it has broken, and there are some very, very extraordinary colors which you can see, which many of my uh, some of the close dog you know, friends who are scientists who have told me is these colors are all pigments of at that time, you know, such pigments of uh, um, green, 
red, gold, and other things. At that time, maybe some sort of vegetable pigments are there. Mm-hmm. Of course, now the archaeological, uh, you know, these things are trying to restore those things. At that time, of course, now it's almost twenty years since I've gone there. More than twenty, twenty-five years I've gone. Uh, so this is the first step. So you get very enthusiastic getting inside, and uh, very honestly, you can't see the full even in the first cave itself because too much to absorb. It's something like going to a Salarzan museum. Sorry, <laughs> initially you'll be enthusiastic. After that, you get tired of it. <laughs> Basically, because too much to see. Actually. Exactly. So this is my point of view. What happened was that too many things to see and too many things to observe. We don't remember most of the things when you get out of the cave. I'll be frank with you. <laughs> if perhaps except for the Buddha smile and then maybe the retrospective Buddha, which you see, uh, three different phases you'll see, sir, in that. Anyway, that is the center of attraction in that. But anyway, extraordinary information is kept in the cave, in that particular painting. So all paintings are there's no carvings as such in this, except for the Buddha there. Uh, now, of course, there are a lot of artifacts are there. Not not, not of the sculptures are not there. It's also there actually. Now, uh, the first the first thing is okay. Everybody sees it. Even I saw uh, first time when I went. I'm telling you. Second time, second day, uh, cave. You know, second cave has a very peculiar. Uh, you know, a lot of artifacts, a lot of things will be there in the second cave. Something same, same things are somewhat similar. They say another Buddha will be in the center of attraction. And then, uh, please, here there is a controversial thing which I saw, of course, I would like to just mention it now. Uh, you know, this guide say, oh, they call a guitar, a guitar, you know, they said the guitar. It's supposed to be thousands of years old, thousand years old, these caves are supposed to be. I, I really don't know whether guitars existed at that time. In any case, really, I have no idea. But actually, sir, it it uh, that particular photo. I, I, I'm not able to get that photo actually. In those days, you know, now nah, we don't we don't carry cameras or anything at the time. Sir, I can assure you, I saw a sarod. You know, sarod is a very our Indian instrument. You know, that that particular artifact showed a sarod. Perfect placement of left finger, sir. You know how that sarod is. If you see any photographs of Sarod players, you'll find a certain method of holding the, the placement of fingers on the left, you know, and how they place it on the strings, actually. So very, very similar, very, very similar, actually. And of course, controversial because Sarod perhaps would not have existed at the time, or I do not know, it's a later edition or not, I can't say. But certainly the cave number two had that Sarod subject. An instrument, of course, which I recognize as Sarod, which might have been anything else, I can't say. But it's also not a rabab. I want to tell you that rabab is supposed to be the ancestor of uh, sarod. They say according to normal acceptance. Uh, but that is not uh, because rabab has a very big, um, you know, the, uh, the the width of rabab. That is the depth of rabab is very high. Um, not not the way sarod comes. But the placement, the body. You see the body. How we how the person is holding his hand on the right and on the left. Exact depictment of a photograph of a sarod, sir. Actually, so this is the first impression I got when I was in 1980s or 1980 when I went. And by this time, we got already exhausted, sir, because of the because of the thing. But the only thing which took me a little bit enthusiasm was the guide said there is a there is a some sort of a stone pillar on the floor. The third one of the third caves. I don't remember exactly in the first floor. Please come. I'll show you something. So there were phenomenal, sir. There is a beautiful arena, sort of, you know, some sort of a theater, and there are three or four stone pillars are there, sir. 
and the fellow hit one stone pillar you will be surprised almost a tabla like sound came from the right hand side of the tabla and it was so good you can't imagine the tones were so good it was not that one one tonal sound exactly like a tabla tone actually came out and uh, the second was another type of a tone not exactly tabla there is something lost called as the uh, we call it as the dagga tone no? dagga means lower sound of the tabla actually and it is more colorful you know in those days i don't know whether you know the top uh, in the top of the you know any uh, fort you will find somebody playing something you know some sort of a nakara they call it as No? nagada that's what i have heard nagada or something nagada nagada exactly nagada nagada exactly so you will find for people to come and go some senior uh, some elderly some important person is coming uh, the inside the fort they will be warning them and nothing like that nagada, no, there will be, be announcements play. most like you know it's like an announcement exactly. a drum announcement. kind of thing announcement exactly so that nagada sound is on the other uh, uh, sort of sound but the tabla sound is very very unique it actually spreads the entire theater sardhe there's no other uh, artifacts in that place uh, no other paintings there except for this particular sound anyway that most of the people will see because it is within the third uh, third cave actually so now what happened sir nothing else happened all the first time when i went 1980 at the time i had gone from aurangabad i was posted in maharashtra during that time i went to but later trips you know only one trip uh, next trip i want to tell you that must have happened in 90s actually 90s 89 or something this is where my experience started in this particular trip i had gone i had gone for an audit of some audit in oil company in pachora which is not very far from uh, this ajanta so as a part of being nice to us or whatever it is those fellows took us to uh, ajanta and uh, as usual the first three um, uh, these things were of course it is very fascinating i don't deny but it is very tiring you know it is very difficult for us to live through that actually but since i have already seen it my enthusiasm is still left actually to be honest with you even after the third cave no sir you start walking is really large 25 caves or 30 caves i don't remember now and it's a long walk sir it's like a shoe horse uh, you know type of a curve you know the walk you have to walk a long distance in between some caves are there some caves are dilapidated some caves are not important but fortunately for me when i when i reached the 23rd cave in um, you know in uh, ajanta the guide you know was with us at the time sir sir do you are you interested in seeing something very special hmm. oh, i said yes why not and then he just went inside sir there's absolutely innocuous cave nothing is there even that buddha the something you know it's already broken but nothing is there it's only some there's not even an artifact there and just stone pillars nothing else absolutely you know and now sir this chap came to one particular point on the cave and and you know what he raised his voice and said buddham charanam gachami that's it he said this i tell you i was shaken up completely absolutely shaken up the whole range as something like coming from an ocean sir that sound was and a beautiful reverberations across and actually if i say it will be very difficult to explain so i've seen the vibrations you may even feel is wrong to you know so just an imagination but to be honest with you feel the vibration right before you sir and that is the time i was stunned you know his voice is not great you know when outside 
his voice is nothing but inside i don't know what is first of all i was impressed that's what i want to tell you first of all it was a very remarkable tone and some of the gachami sound you know it reverberated into me literally a something like a mantra or something he recited uh, in that place and i don't know what happened to me i was just stunned i just kept quiet and you know he was he was reciting on one or two more buddham something else you know somewhat another uh, some stanzas or something like that i tell you sir that is the first time i realized wow what a tone extraordinary tone came out and i was quiet i didn't want to you know come out of the reverie at all i told him to keep continuing whatever he wants he says how long can i do that i said take care ek do bar aur kar do we'll at least listen to it you know sir there's a dk we call it as a sound quickly dk you know sir many other places when we talk here the dk was very very low sir it's been takes to took a long time for the sound to dk from the reflections and all that and most interesting thing is at the time i didn't think about all this i'll be frank i was just impressed with the voice i was impressed with the tone and finally of course i had somebody else with me obviously is not comfortable with all this <laughs> so so when you're having an other people who are not comfortable you can't explore much right but the impression that it created a strong impression so what i suggested was what i thought was when i come back again i am going to do it on my own i am going to check this on but sure on the day we left at that point itself sir because already we were exhausted traveling and walking a long distance of course the cave still further extend to some 30th cave or something like that to be honest with you maybe we had a quick look at the 30th cave and managed to come back all the way and went back home went back pachora now when i went to chalisgaon that is in the 90s 91 92 93 three years i've been to chalisgaon so that is the time i took it upon myself to reverify this 23rd cave from chalisgaon also is not very far up it's something like 80 kilometers or 90 kilometers so the first time they allowed us they said are sir ajanta jana hai maine bola ha yaar jana hai they took us on a sunday to ajanta of course now i had my boys you know the boys who are uh, my article boys were with me i said you see the three caves whatever you want to see i am going to 23rd cave you come and meet me there in 23rd cave so that little whatever little enthusiasm is left out na i can reach there before energy and this thing the first thing i wanted to be sure was whether i was right perception from that point of view I went first, or rather, when I first experienced this 23rd cave. So again, I went. The moment I walked in, sir, the caves are all same. Nothing has changed. By luck, there was a one one fellow was walking on the on that road. Now I just told him, "Yeah, can you recite some Om Namah Shivaya or something like that? Can you just do?" He was surprised. He says, "Okay, sir, I'm going to do it." You know. Uh, so he said, "Simply, sir, one Om Namah Shivaya inside." I honestly tell you, sir, it's a it's an experience you cannot forget. the whole home came like a, you know uh, i can't explain you have to you have to be there to find out something unique the home came actually and namashivaya he left it on the top i swear the whole came reverberating with om namashivaya was i was shocked sir i said wow and that means i was not wrong in my perception on the that time you know when i went up several years back now i made it a point sir to make a note on that i tried i was there for almost 2 and 1/2 hours waiting for somebody to come inside and sing something <laughs> you understand oh because so you have to stay outside somebody no, no, has no, to no, say no, it no, from no. inside and then that's when you hear it you're saying no 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 it's not like that you have to be inside mm. only thing is my boys are, are not come i can't make anybody sing no i can't see, see i can't hear my own voice you understand the point if i sing also mm-hmm. it, i i will not be in a position to understand it no perspective i won't know 
So I wanted somebody to uh, on the road. Uh, I'll just keep looking at somebody smiling and doing something to make him come inside and uh, uh, make him sing. Actually, make him sing or at least state something or say so, something. Uh, yeah, guru, exactly. Yeah, something home or something like that. Mm. Okay. And the boys, of course, were so exhausted. I think they left by the time you know, they didn't want to <laughs> stretch up to twenty third cave. I think. Then after about waiting for an hour, I returned back to find them there having a nice cup of tea and things like that, snacks in the. Ajanta restaurant there, and I said, "Why the hell you not come, sir? Who will come all the way to Twenty Third Cave?" They all said that. So that was the second day, second uh, experience was only to reinforce, or rather, this thing was only to reinforce what is the first, what is the first day I perceived, you know. So I want to get a real reinforcement of that. Now again, I went on the next year, sir, ninety-two again, when I went for an audit of Charles Gow. this time i wanted a little bit uh, you know at least somebody will be under my control <laughs> one of the boys who can be under my control fortunately had come the previous year. previous year he didn't come this year this time he came then i again took him i told you um, on two three k we'll when we return we'll see so that you know <laughs> little bit of enthusiasm is left out we'll see in the game first we'll go to 23rd sir i reached 23rd cave this boy i just told him to sing something you know hanuman chalisa like one or two songs the one man first line no one or two one line of one man because he knew one man chalisa he's a very ordinary sounding fellow sir the chap but when he recites is there something happens i do not know what it is not mysterious i hope you understand it is just a physical strengthening of good ample good you know things which is there in his voice see generally an amplifier what it does it sir it also increases the sound it can also increases the volume and all But your voice has both negative and positive. It increases both positive and negative. No. Yeah. So the signal and the noise both are amplified. But here something happens in such a way that only the good part of your voice gets enhanced. You know, so fascinating. Mm. It's not. So I, I guess and the acoustics of the cave are so well designed such that the tone that comes out is, you know, it just amplifies the you know the signal the that attenuates the noise. And the most interesting thing is the round tone. Sir, in my life, even the best studio cannot get you the round tone, sir. Any tone for that matter. That's what wow. I'm saying. And then I was there for another half an hour. In the meantime, we had to go back. What was the reason, sir? And sir, this is the third time, ninety-three again. I went back. Sir. This time, I took it upon myself. Nothing else I will do. I'll take a singer along with my friend, with a boy, and Anokar of the previous time. You know, I told about Anokar before when one of the right episodes. in in our Charles Gaon episode, yeah, Charles Gaon episode. that anokar and one fellow called nihar ranjan pradhan who was my article who is a very good singer for all the hindi film songs he sings well sir this boy so i took him all the way now <laughs> it was a it was during summer season no sir this fellow got already exhausted by the time he reached 23rd cave <laughs> so <laughs> luck would have it <laughs> the chap was exhausted so the enthusiasm level or whatever it is is not there at that we took the tape recorder <laughs> We thought at least some representation of the sound should be there, no? For us to think. Sir, I tell you, this fellow is a good singer. This boy, this boy, and and at least I tell you, several songs he sang, sir, two or three songs he sang. That is recorded, of course, with a you know, since it's not a great recording because of the our tape recorder is not good, but at least I can show you when we when we meet again the tone of that sound, sir, that fellow's tone. Is so round, so round. You can't imagine. Absolutely without any spikes. And uh, and for at least two hours, I just made this fellow stay there. 
And this Anokar also sang one or two Marathi, one one or two songs just for the sake of witness to. He is not a great singer, but the tone of that Anokar in the cave is something different. <laughs> Now, what finally happened was by luck, sir. Somebody heard the sound outside the cave. Whatever this is happening, he got he got also attracted. This chap who was coming on the you know he used to come from. He walked into the cave to say, "Kya ho raha hai yahan par? Is tarah se andar aaya." Then I told him, "Yar, are you a singer?" I asked him directly. <laughs> he says, "Yes, I am singer." From where he says, "From the nearby some place, sir. Uh, what he call us? Jalgaon is there, no? Jalgaon. From All India Radio, he sings, no." Then I told him, "Beta, I say, kar tu ga yahan par andar baat." He was too shocked. <laughs> he couldn't expect anybody to just call him inside <laughs> to ask him to sing inside the cave, sir. Unfortunately, by the time he came, my tape recorders were over. You know, we didn't, we couldn't get the time, that battery heater. Everything was over. But I tell you, when he sang, I tell you, sir, this Marathi abang he sang one or two songs, Jai Jai Bittala, things like that. No, whatever the small they sing. Wow, we should have heard it there, sir. I tell you. Then suddenly I thought, you know, why don't we listen to Rudram here or you know some other uh, you know chanting of uh, things here, Hari Om. So I don't know whatever it is here. The chap sang. He says, "I have never come across a field like this in my life." This challenge, mm. that is this Jalgaon fellow says. But the beauty of it is, if you go outside the cave and listen, no, it's almost like a studio recording coming out of that sound. You know, yeah, something wow. like a studio speakers coming out. Rich in everything, sir. No distortions. It comes out and it hits you like a inside, outside. No, even if you stand outside, sir, uh, outside the cave, it is so enriched. The sound is. And no effort at all. We just simply talk the way I'm talking to you. Just now, mm-hmm. like the way I'm talking. It's so enriched sound comes out of the cave. Uh, that is the time I realize. Yes, even though I've attempted four times, like my CA attempts, at his last attempt, I managed to get some follow. Unfortunately, that attempt also failed because I didn't have a proper recorder actually. But one sample is there with me. I can always uh, share it with you later. Uh, maybe I using some enhancements. Something I'll do to see that it is. What? But it's quite phenomenal to even think that uh, you would get such a high quality sound from inside a cave, and uh, I mean, I, I'm just wondering, you know, whether they thought of it this way, or whether the acoustics just happened, or whether this cave was specifically built for that purpose, and even if it was built for that purpose, how did they even judge? the kind of tone see today we say we have a lot of equipment we look at the audio recording we look at the you know the waveform in our uh, computers we have digital software then we try to do like exactly like you said maybe we we try to take off the spikes we try to get a round tone and of course all the audio engineering uh, you know discipline is all about you know that right getting yes, the yes, very true quality of voice and try to do the enhancements at the right points and knock off the noise so we have all the tools today but to get that quality of a sound in a cave that was <laughs> you know made hundreds and you know maybe hundreds or thousands of years ago that is just uh, phenomenal to even think of that you know how they uh, something like that was even achieved the most interesting thing is suppose nobody really knows about it that's the beauty of the whole thing when you read ajanta uh, books and all no sir 23rd mm. cave is not mentioned at all you know in the sense nothing is yeah. mentioned I mean, I, I think I'm quite thankful that the 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 guide who took you 
Uh-huh. You know, okay. see, was maybe it's also the case of, you know, like, exactly like you felt, most people who land up there are mm-hmm. so awed by the first, second and third caves at most that after exactly. that, it's only fatigue. Like nobody has fatigue. the <laughs> energy to go further, explore others and all. But luckily you went and, the, you know, probably the guide knew something and he showed you a, a peek into what that was. And what that led to your further visits and more focused mm-hmm. visits only you know, for only the for gave for this purpose only. So why I'm saying the tone? So for example, certain things like you know, bijas, you know, which are Sanskrit, no? Ha, you know, like you say, no, sir, something like Namashiva, yeah, like that. If you that thing, that particular thing, no, it stops, no, you stop. The cave resounds like that with that with that. Mm. You know, some particular end end letters are resounding. Mm. Beautiful. It just you know shears your heart literally, sir. It goes through the heart. I was able to go there four times. It's not easy to go there, sir. Actually, it's not very... Unless you go, <laughs> unless you are very lucky. No, you know, nobody goes for four or five times to this cave, actually. And yes, it is a very phenomenal, that particular cave. And nobody has told me about this cave so far, sir. I, I don't know. So many people have gone to Ajanta. Whenever they anybody says, oh, I've been to Ajanta, or I just ask them to have been to Ajanta cave. Yes. 23rd cave. Oh, I don't know what the cave is. That's how the whole thing is. And it is also not shown to anybody, sir. You know, guides also, unless maybe I was lucky on that day the guide showed me. For what reason, I don't know. And the sound of surrounding mountains are not, not doesn't help you in any case because the heat just radiates from those mountains, you know, during that period. And uh, we would like to go back and have some food in the restaurant rather than, uh, you know, search for the caves and all that. See, it also, what this also tells me is, or shows in its own ways, only when you do tapas can something get revealed. Like, you know, you, you, you got a glimpse, but then you had the energy to go again. And then you mm. went one more time and then one, mm. one more time. And every time a little bit of it got revealed, reconfirmed better and better. So it's, it's almost like, you know, we have to engage ourselves, be interested in that, doing that tapas. If we are to even receive any, you know, small ounce of a blessing. Very true. Very, very true. That's, that's the best thing about it. You know what, sir? How many times I felt, you know, you know, when we heard those Vedas, you know, rendered by, you know, remember, sir, Samveda, sometimes you've heard that in the, your houses and all, mm. or the Yajurveda rendering. I was only hoping somebody can come and render it here. It would have been uh, unbelievable. Oh, right? yes. Horrible. Well, thank you so much. I think um, it was, again, most interesting to hear a different take on uh, Ajanta Caves. Besides the more popular things to see in those caves, and, and definitely they must be quite remarkable. But this is a unique experience and something that you were able to repeatedly go to and reconfirm your observations and also maybe record a small piece, you know, so that even today we can listen to it and maybe partake of that experience a little bit. Thank you for sharing your experience. I really hope some of our listeners um, have also experienced this. And if not, certainly when they make a trip to the Ajanta Caves the next time, they do check out uh, cave number 23 and its unique properties of enhancing the signal and attenuating the noise. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Thank you, sir.